Hey, Mitch, come and record the Drift Dad. All right. Today's episode is brought to you in part by Drift Outfitters in downtown Toronto, Ontario. Drift Outfitters is your source for all things fly fishing. Waders and boots to thread and feathers, Drift has it all. Check in on their website for the latest updates and policies regarding shopping during the pandemic. Curbside pickup for your online and phone orders is a great way to get the gear you need. And they're shipping for free across Canada on orders over 100 bucks. Visit driftoutfitters.com to learn more. Driftoutfitters.com. Hello and welcome to another episode of So Fly. We are uh, getting into the middle of September and we're back recording another episode. My name is Mitch and we've got Aldo. Hi, everybody. We've got Yoma. Hello, Yoma here. Hi. And if there's any delay on their mics today, it's because they're up in Tomogamy together. You guys are both still up in the middle of uh, Tomogamy recording in separate rooms. Looks like Yoma's in the kitchen. We're bunking. I'm in the tripper room. Oh, the tripper room. There you go. Right on. Very nice. Very nice. Um, everybody, thanks for listening. We've got a very exciting show today. We're excited to be talking to uh, Jean-Marie Bousquet, otherwise known on Instagram as the Jean Bug. Uh, she grew up in Fort Collins, Colorado, and spent much of her childhood in the great outdoors. Her family spent nearly every weekend exploring the mountains, which began to felt like home for Jean. As she got older, she knew she wanted to stay close to the mountains. She found herself at Colorado Mountain College, where she spent most of her time snowboarding. As her di- desire to explore more outdoor activities continued to fester, she eventually wound up in a fly fishing intro course where she traveled to the infamous Green River. Uh, it was on this spectacular body of water where Jean fell in love with fly fishing and the rest is history. Jean and her partner Dave now spend most of their time planning for weekend fishing trips on some of America's best fly fishing waters. They've lived and fished in Colorado and Idaho, all in a van built for the fly fishy lifestyle. Her favorite time on the water is spent exploring high alpine lakes for big cutties. Uh, but today, Jean is on SoFly. Welcome to the show. Wow, thanks for having me, guys. Excited yeah. to be here. Oh, we're excited too. And I think excited I actually mispronounced your last name. Was that, was that right? I asked you before we recorded, and then I think I said it wrong. What What did you say? I honestly didn't even catch it. I think I said <laughs> Bousquet. Bousquet? Bousquet? I mean, to be honest, that might be the proper French pronunciation. It, it might okay, have really? been like Texanized. My parents are from Texas, so it's oh, right we on. say Bousquet. So. I like it. I like it right on. Yeah. Um, so where are you calling in from today? You're, you're at West, eh? Yeah, I'm uh, in Haley, Idaho, and it is just an absolutely glorious day outside. The smoke has cleared, the temps have gone down, and yeah, it's pretty incredible. I'm pretty happy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Have you been uh, fishing uh, much lately? Uh, you know, this weekend, not much. Um, we just got back from a trip to Montana, and so I kind of took the weekend off to just chill, kind of, you know, do the, like, usual household chores and get reorganized. Uh, but I did this weekend. I actually did do something kind of cool. I went to um, a fish rescue, which I had never uh-huh. done before, with, like, our local Trout Unlimited chapter. And there was a section of river that was drying up, which is basically historic uh, for this valley. So it's just like 10 minutes south of where I live. And the river was drying up. So we brought in like a big fish rescue tank and oh, we sand all these trout and moved them up river. So that was that was kind of cool. So I did yeah, get out what? outside. Yeah, that's... But- I saw that post on your Instagram. Actually, that's that's how we found you. We found you on Instagram. We've been following uh, the Gene Bug for quite a while. You have got some really wicked posts, and uh, you know we just wanted to have you on the show to chat all about that stuff because it looks like you're living quite the wicked fly fishing life <laughs> out there. You know, yeah, yeah, for jealous. sure. We're jealous. We're <laughs> t- totally spoiled with where we live. Um, I've you know lived in ski. T- I grew up in Colorado. I grew up in Fort Collins, and have lived in. Ski- Ski towns my entire life, and uh, those uh, coincidentally have really amazing trout rivers. So definitely spoiled yeah. out here. Yeah, awesome. Oh, man. There's a lot um, to unpack okay, well, from that. Okay, well, why don't we? Um, yeah, why don't we? Oh, oh, here we go. We got the fabled internet lag. Uh, the off. <laughs> it's kicking lag. off already. Aldo, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Oh, I was just gonna say, yeah. There's a lot to unpack from that first sentence. You're like, oh, I just got back from Montana from a week long trip, and then I, uh, you know, helped rescue yeah. some fish. So I'm oh, like, yeah. I don't even know where to start there. Um, but I don't know. <laughs> what were you doing in Montana? Where were you on Montana? Uh, How was Montana? Yeah. 
Yeah. Montana was amazing. Uh, as I, I know you guys are familiar, you've, you've all been there, right? Got to do a little fishing. Yeah. Aldo has, yeah. I, Yilma and I are just dying to get out there. Okay. Sooner, okay. sooner than later. On the list. Well, it was my first time, believe it or not, actually fishing in Montana. I'd been um, once to visit before, but my first time really fishing out there. So we were filming some product videos uh, for Reddington's new line of women's waders and boots. So that was super exciting. And they're out now, but yeah, just making some product videos for them. So that was really fun. And yeah, got the full Montana experience. We fished like four different rivers in the you know week that we were there. So it was pretty cool. Wow. That's wild. Yeah. Reddington. So you do a lot of work with Reddington, eh? Yeah. Yeah. I've been um, involved with them for probably the last, yeah, five or six years, kind of on the ambassador side of things and then getting to do uh, some copywriting as well. Oh, so it's right been on. a great, yeah, great experience. Really, really feels like family over there. That's great. I love it. Um, okay. Well, why don't we just kind of go back to the beginning of this whole thing? Because usually we, we like to start at the beginning of the okay. fly fishing story. So, <laughs> you know, you mentioned you, you got into fly fishing through a, through a fly fishing course. Like how, how did you start? Why did you decide to jump into fly fishing? How'd that whole thing begin? Yeah. Um, so I guess my first it's funny I kind of think like there might have been on a subconscious level like I well let me let me back up so my dad was there was a period of time where he was like very into fly fishing I was really young at the time maybe five or six but he used to like you know he would be like walking around the house or like outside doing yard work and on our TV in our house, he would always have like these fly fishing videos uh, playing in the background. And he used to like stick me and my sister in front of the TV and we'd just, they must've been like old Orvis videos. I don't know what they were, but we would like sit down and like watch these fly fishing videos, which I think maybe like came out later, like somehow subconsciously, I just like fly fishing and it made sense. Um, But yeah, I took this class in college at Colorado Mountain College. and it was an intro to fly fishing class. I didn't know anything about fly fishing. I had a, maybe like a couple of friends who did it, but I didn't really understand it at all. And just signed up for the class because it's kind of one of those uh, like outdoorsy uh, colleges, right? Where you can do all right. kinds of like camp cooking, like my degrees in ski and snowboard business. So it was just like another class I wanted to sign up for. And I figured why not? Um, and after that, it was like, just the only thing I wanted to do. I actually didn't catch a single fish on that trip, but we traveled to the Green River, which is uh, the Green River in Utah, which is just like this incredibly beautiful place. And um, yeah, I just kind of spiraled from there, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And you guys are doing it right out there, like with your with your education, you know, like studying snowboarding and taking outdoor <laughs> courses and fly fishing classes. Man, what are we doing over here? I took like, yeah. Yeah. You know, like yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ski and snowboard business guys. Come on. <laughs> oh, I love it. That's so good. That's so good. So what was like when you, when you first went out fly fishing on the green river, like what was it about the sport that, or I guess the activity that got you like in, into it? Yeah. You know, I guess like it, it was just something so like new and different. And I always had winter hobbies. Um, I didn't really have anything that I loved to do in the summertime. So I would, you know, I love snowboarding and I would skateboard, but I would also go snowboard in the summer. And so I never really had anything that I super loved doing in the summer. And I think it was just that uh, kind of trip that kicked off like my, oh, I can do this, you know, in the off season. And, um, that's kind of how it, how it started. Right on. Yeah. I don't think there was anything specific about the trip. Like I was yeah, just yeah. like, oh, cool. Fly fishing. This is sweet. Like, Another cool this th- is like, sweet. thing to do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Oh, I get that. I'm, I'm all about that. And the green river, like, man, like that's a pretty unique place to like go fly fishing for the first time. Right. Yeah, totally. Like really, that, but... really set the bar high just because you can also, you know, even though I didn't catch anything, like you can see the fish. It's like this emerald crystal clear green water and you can see just like these massive trout swimming around so it's oh man yeah it's yeah. kind of crazy so were you like into fly that's, fishing that, like right away 
Oh, Yelma's got the leg. Look at him go. No, I know. No, never mind. Go ahead, Mitch. Go ahead. No, Yelma, please. Come on. You're, you're on. No, I was just saying, I sound like a noob because I'm just like, I'm Googling the Green River right now, even though I've heard of it. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, you got to anyway. see Yelma. There's, I know. there's yeah, some crazy the... stuff. Yeah, you got to check that out for sure. Green River yes. in Utah, because there's also the Green River in Wyoming, which is just right. like, I mean, it's also epic fishing, but mm-hmm. anyway. Yeah, no shortage of epic rivers out there. Um, were you like into fly fishing then? Like right, right then you just like got right into it and you were going full time, basically going out every weekend or was it a gradual kind of uh, fall into it? Just like semi-gradual. I, th- I think like a combination of both. I was like, oh, sweet. Like this is something I want to do and start, start doing more and more of. And um, I happened to meet my partner now, uh, or Dave at the time. And he was also just kind of like starting in his fly fishing journey. So it was almost perfect timing that we like met, started hanging out and started fishing together. And that just kind of became like our thing that we did on weekends. So yeah, 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 yeah. right on. Um, And now you guys like do the whole van life thing. Kind of. Yeah, we did. uh, So yeah, we lived in Colorado for a long time. Um, and then moved to, did a short stint in McCall, which is just like, uh, west of here about four hours. But, um, when COVID hit in whatever that was, uh, 2019, God, I've got my years all mixed up, but yeah, 2019, we, um, we're both in transition. Uh, you know, I work remote and he was let go from his job at the time. And we had this kind of expensive housing situation uh just north of where we are now and said yeah you know we don't want to resign our lease we don't know what's going to happen mm-hmm. and i was you know like six months prior to this we were actually gifted our van from my cousin who was like the sole owner uh of this volkswagen Eurovan. and so we kind of looked at each other and we were like why not like if we're ever yeah. going to live in a van now's the time so oh, um yeah that's, that's cool. That's kind of how that started. Yeah, and that van Super is like cool. awesome too. Like you guys like painted it, and you got like brown trout markings on it. Oh and my stuff. god! Like, <laughs> yeah, you, it's you can't miss it. It is bright orange, and we yeah. it was bright orange when we got it. Uh, which is, I think, the story behind that was like somebody he like backed the van into a gate or something, and was going to have to have the paint redone anyway. And so they were like, let's just paint it some wild color. And so they chose orange. Yeah. Oh, I love it. It's so cool. Yeah. I'm so, Thanks. It's a, I'm, I'm so jealous. It's just a great little, you know, be able to just hop in that thing, go out on the weekends now too, and trout fish. And uh, it's, it's just such an awesome way to live. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of a funny thing because they don't make parts for these vans anymore. Um, right. The Westies, which you've probably seen as well, like there are a plethora of parts for them. Um, really a lot easier to fix than these Eurovans. They were like designed notoriously terrible. And so um, we've run into that a couple of times, just like, yeah, not having, we're having to, you know, special order something from like Polish eBay or uh, wherever to get it, to get it fixed. So um, it's definitely, you gotta love it for sure. (laughs) Polish eBay, I love it. (laughs) Yeah. So, like, what what are some of the fly fishing opportunities out in your way? Because, I mean, like, we see, you know, obviously we're not out west, but we see all kinds of, you know, pictures and videos from out west. And the fishing's amazing, you know, in Montana mm-hmm. and Idaho and all these places. So, in your neck yeah. of the woods, like, what, what kind of stuff are you doing on the weekends? Oh, so much trout fishing. Like, mm-hmm. so much trout fishing. I should probably expand my horizons a little bit, but I'd never get tired <laughs> of it. Um, yeah. And the, yeah, I mean out here we have silver creek so i don't know if you guys have heard of that but it's a pretty infamous spring creek um known for its brown trout and i think the line is uh brown trout with a phd um very (laughs) very uh fickle trout so yeah but tons of trout fishing that's what i've done you know pretty much my entire fishing career um most recently though i got a chance to go fish for carp for the first time which nice. was really fun. Have you guys done that before? Oh yeah, uh, Yoma well, has. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah Yoma. We were just uh, out recently. Yeah, oh, cool. uh, yeah. We went out to uh, Georgian Bay. Well, what I like to call Georgian Bay Flats. It's Collingwood, which is about I don't know two hours or an hour and a half north of Toronto, and it looks like you're fishing for tailing bonefish, but it's just carp. 
Yeah, it's great. Didn't catch any. I mean, like a 30 pound carp and they're very spooky, but. Yeah, that was my experience too. Like I, we were on like a skiff that would have been, yeah, out in the flats of, you know, wherever it was so incredible. And yet we're like, you know, just an hour from where we live. So, um, yeah. Do you guys have like a, a name for them? Like I've heard, I heard someone refer to them the other day as like sewer salmon or (laughs) like, Ditch donkeys, you know, like is there, <laughs> is there something that you guys refer to them as out there? Golden no, bugs. Kinda, Gold, yeah, that's we, a good one. Bugs. A bit nicer, you know. Uh, Try to stay yeah. positive here in Canada. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I kind of like uh, sewer don. I, I think I think sewer donkeys is a is a good one. Sewer, sewer salmon, sewer salmon. yeah. <laughs> I I can feel that. I'm not a big, uh, but I haven't fished carp, so I don't know. Everybody's always like, carp are so sick. You know, you got to go fish them. I gotta Why go not? What's what's your holdup? Um, I don't know. They just kind of freak me out. Like they have, <laughs> I finally have eyes that just kind of like really peer into your soul. You know, like oh. they really stare you down. Heavy. Carp. Okay. They freak. They freak me out, man. They they you catch them and they look at you in a weird way, and I just I can't do it. It's scary. At least, at least for so us funny. up here, we do get to do the Great Lakes thing, which what Neil was talking about, and fish mm-hmm. for them in flats. So it is pretty exciting because the water Mm -hmm. in Georgian Bay is really, really clear. It's really, really blue. And, uh, and it is a kind of a fun stalking experience and they're huge. They're huge. Huge. Yeah. 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 Massive. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like blown away at their, just their size. And then like how hard they fight. I mean, I like hooked four, but only brought one to the boat because I was kind of like, just like, goofing around like oh whatever like this carp like i'm just gonna rail on him and try and get him to the boat as fast as possible and they like yeah. almost play dead and then you'll get like close to the boat and then they just take off again and yeah. that was like oh okay these guys have some serious power yeah 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 well i gotta try it no doubt yeah, yeah try um... try trying is definitely the operative word there <laughs> yeah. yeah it's tough yeah. tough it's tough <laughs> Um, okay, why don't we talk a little bit about this uh, this recent fish uh, thing you were doing? I saw on Instagram there. We were talking at the beginning of the show, just oh, going yeah. out and yeah. So what was that exactly? Yeah, it was really cool. It was a fish rescue organized by our local chapter of Trout Unlimited, um, and then another nonprofit here, the Wood River Land Trust and Idaho Fishing Game, kind of a collective. Uh, uh, what am I trying to say? Yeah, collective um, yeah, yeah. opportunity. They came together and basically what they were trying to do is move a bunch of fish from a section of the river that had dried up and yeah. relocate them upstream. So that, w- that was really cool to see like we and, and get to participate in. Um, Idaho Fishing Game did the whole like electroshocking thing. And then uh, we also had, you know, did it manually with like big seine nets and mm. kind of just like herded them into you know a section of like shallow water and then you scoop them up put them in a bucket and haul them up to the like big fish rescue tank that's on a trailer and yeah get to relocate them so it was well, you guys, pretty cool you like got a lot of trout like what what's the, what river is that drying up with that's just full of trout i know isn't that what's isn't that on? crazy it's crazy <laughs> all, all it's of our rivers um yeah, unfortunately yeah. this summer it's been pretty dire but uh yeah it's the big wood that runs through um town basically so okay. from yeah. the headwaters in the sawtooth all the way down to um just below bellevue uh dumps into magic reservoir so yeah it's kind okay. of like our main town river uh, if you will Okay, and it's just because uh, the drought. Like, there's been droughts, and the rivers are yep. just yeah. Well, yeah, drought, and then um, irrigation. So it's a- it's ag related as well. Yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, Aldo's mm-hmm. gonna say something. Aldo. Yeah, I have a question. That might be yeah. a can of worms here. Um, is is that <laughs> is that common? Like so much collaboration between, like you know, uh, a government body and a and a non government body. Like you said, those are very collaborative. Because I don't know if. I've ever heard of our Trout Unlimited chapters working with the, our Ministry of Natural Resources. And I might be wrong there. Somebody can correct no. me. Um, but uh, but that sounds cool do. to no, me. And right. uh, Is that common or uncommon? or? 
To be honest, I, I was also a little shocked. Um, I know that the <laughs> Cheryl Unlimited chapter <laughs> does this does this often, but I don't believe that fish and game is typically involved. So I think this was yeah somewhat somewhat new for us as well. Don't quote me, but um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I mean we I mean yeah I mean maybe it happens up here too. We, I don't, but you're right. Although like, I haven't really noticed that happening. You know, like it's usually mm-hmm. just like the efforts of volunteers and anglers and stuff doing that sort of stuff as opposed to you know the ministry stepping in but i mean it's good to see you know you guys saved a ton of fish like you were there in the stories there was a lot of fish yeah i think like the manual team you know the team that was just using the nets i think we got close to like 300 and then between that and the electro shocking it was like over a thousand fish relocated so it's pretty wild yeah it was good to see yeah. How long did that take like, to do the whole move a thousand fish? Half a day. We got there okay. at nine and was I was home by one o'clock. Wow, cool. Yeah. That's kind of fun. That's great. You know, so there's a pretty good community then. I mean, a kind of stupid yeah. question, I guess, because it's like fly fishing no. is pretty big out where you're at. <laughs> totally. Yeah. 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 Um, I, yeah. I mean, there, there's a great community here that um, definitely yeah. cares about, you know, the health of our rivers and the fish for sure. So we're actually one of the only areas, that, well, I won't say one of the only, that's not true, but this was the first place that I moved that I experienced like a closure in the spring for rainbow trout spawn. So I find that super interesting. Right. Like we actually, and they closed, you know, like all the rivers here from uh, April to basically Memorial Day weekend. For wow. that for that reason so kind of cool because of the water cool. depth because of the water flow and stuff uh no sorry for tr- for rainbow trout spawn so oh, the spawn yeah yeah mm-hmm. right that's yeah. cool that's great yeah yeah because seasons aren't really a huge thing down where you guys are right like you don't typically close um for fishing like you don't typically have fishing mm-hmm. seasons per se right things are usually just always open no we don't yeah everything's pretty much open all the time yeah. with with a few exceptions here and there but yeah right, for the most right. part you can fish, go fish in the winter, you know, fall, whatever. And were people generally accepting of this closure for the rainbow spawn or were they kind of like, what the hell? Like, Yeah, I mean, I think it's been it's been around much longer than I. So as far as, far as I know, this is something they've been doing every year for a, for, long, time. For, for a long time. So, gotcha. yeah, I think people, people are just get it. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's good. Yeah, I mean, it's good. I mean, yeah, I was I, I think the first time I found out there weren't seasons in the, in the state, someone told me and I was like, why? You guys don't have fishing? Like everything's closed here all the time like we yeah. have like a week to fish for trout we're open <laughs> April how, how does that <laughs> yeah. oh, okay is that how that works for you guys so like but is it yeah. species specific so yeah, species and place too yeah okay yeah so you know Maybe. like we have trout down here but it, yeah. it opens in at the end of april and it's it closes like in a couple weeks a couple weeks um, i yeah. won't even be able to go for browns when i what? get back i know when i get back get back it's steelheading i guess Wow. Oh yeah, which is also amazing. But you know, yeah. I love my friends. Yuma, yeah, everybody knows you don't like steelheading. You're like, oh, I guess I'll go steelheading. <laughs> <laughs> what you don't like steelhead? <laughs> uh, I, I like, I, I really like hunting for fish. I'm starting to, uh, you hmm. know, I, I like that better. But, but because I'm always moving. But then when I'm steelheading with Mitch, you know, we're swinging, so it's like f- every foot by foot. So it's could get a little cold. Yeah, we don't there. move a lot. We don't yeah, move a lot so when he's fishing. We just stand around eat, eating cheese and smoking oh. cigars. <laughs> it's not, it's yeah. not bad either. Yeah. And the o- and the only person catching yeah. fish are those two. So I'm just like, all right. <laughs> You're like, can we go actually find some fish? Do you guys yeah. even know if they're here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And we don't. No. Well, that's great. I mean, that's <laughs> we have no idea. Yeah. True. Yeah. We don't know what we're doing. That's great, though. I mean, uh, you know, to see the community coming around and helping uh, helping the rivers out. I mean, yeah, that's great. Thank, thank God, because you know the drought. I mean, that sounds insane. Like that, that thousands of trout would just die. Like, yeah. Geez. Well, yeah, and the the guys I were talking to, you know, who had been there much longer than I, they were, they were like, this is certainly historic for our valley. We've never seen it dry up this far north, essentially. Wow. So, yeah. Jeez. Um, okay, yeah. why don't we switch gears and talk a little bit about your trip to Montana? So we, we were talking a bit a little a little bit about it at the beginning, but. You were mm. out there shooting with Reddington. Yeah. Yep. That's pretty um, fun. That's a pretty cool trip. Yeah. Super good crew. Super fun. We uh, got to launch these or shoot product videos for new women's waders and boots. So sweet. Um, yeah, it's really exciting just to see kind of more of an offering for the ladies. 
which is always great and lots of size ranges and mm-hmm. all that good stuff so and was the fishing yeah. good did you guys like get a chance to like fish yeah. i know shooting can take up a lot of time but yeah oh yeah definitely long days but somehow we managed to do a lot of fishing um right yeah lots of lots of hopper hopper time out there yeah. so that was great yeah and you're saying that was your first time to Montana, like ever? Mm-hmm. Well, not, I guess I've been there before, but yeah, first time really fishing it. We fished. Okay. Yeah, we got to fish uh, both the upper and lower Madison, the Yellowstone, and I'm forgetting. Oh, and the Gallatin. Yeah. Right on. So kind of the full experience there. Yeah, we fished a section of, of the Yellowstone. Um, we actually got to float it, so that was kind of fun. Uh, neither Dave or I really row, so we um, kind of just got thrown into it and jumped in the boat and gave it gave it our all. <laughs> what was, what was that like? So that was fun. First... That was a cool experience. <laughs> Sorry, what was that first rowing experience like for you? Uh, I mean, you know, I did like maybe like a couple hundred yards of a really flat piece <laughs> of river, but I would love to learn how. So it, it was super fun. Um, definitely. The first thing I noticed was like how heavy the oars are. I was yeah. like, "Oh man, like I'm gonna have to start working out to like really hold these." <laughs> they weren't like carbon fiber or anything, but uh, oh really? Yeah, yeah, they were like this traditional heavy, heavy yeah. oars. So, but yeah, That's it was fun. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Take that. Yeah, that'd be a great. Yeah. For, that'd be a great place to row for for a first time. I've never rowed. Uh, in the like, I've never actually hopped behind the oars, but I imagine in Montana, I mean, like that's that's an experience right there, you know. Yeah, totally. Can't get any more like wild and scenic and pushing yeah. yourself down a river. Yeah, it was cool. All those texting me because his internet lag's really bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh <So>. no! <laughs> <laughs> Look at these guys. Mitch, you almost am freaking I... out. <laughs> What's going on, you almost... <laughs> <laughs> How's my, How's yours my is leg? Okay. Yours is okay. Yours is okay. Yeah. Which makes no yeah, sense because okay, we're in the same place. We're in the same the, place. On the same plan, too. Same phone plan. You almost just like hogging all the internet over there or something. Yeah. <laughs> and Aldo's closer. Aldo's on the second floor right now, so he's actually closer to the satellites. Hmm. How is this making any sense? I don't understand. <laughs> well, There's anyway, always an internet good. issue somewhere. Yeah. It's yeah. just the world we live in now, you know? It's yeah. been cool. Like with, you know, like with COVID and stuff, we've had to obviously take all of our podcasts over. Mm-hmm. Uh, zoom and stuff like that but it's been great because then we could talk to people like you that are like you know like a uh, pretty far away from where we're at so you know pros yeah. and cons but um i can't wait for these guys to get back from tomogamy because they're oh man their internet's just been <laughs> yeah i miss them i miss you guys because typically typically do you guys all try and do you travel to you know location to like meet with guests yeah. or do you or at least start together i'm sure the three of you normally yeah we well we actually been doing it mostly over over the uh, internet but um I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's just they've got better stuff in the city, you know. So, but that's uh, mm-hmm. all good. Um, so, what was like one of uh, like a couple standout moments from that trip to Montana? Like what, like what did you expect, and what kind of uh, what were, were those expectations met? Like, did you have you done big shoots and stuff like that before? Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty comfortable with like. Uh, I mean, I'd say what was different about this trip was being on camera for the first time. So right. like, yeah, talking about the product, but it's it was a, a lot easier than I anticipated it to be just because it was exciting product to talk about. Um, mm-hmm. And we're really happy to have just a new line of, of waders and boots for the ladies. So mm-hmm. yeah, it was, it was easy and fun to talk about. You know, I was totally nervous about getting in front of the camera, but um, yeah, and so I was like, "Oh, this is I'm talking about women's waders and fishing, which I love to talk about." So it was, yeah, it so was it was pretty easy. easy. Yeah, it's just fun. So do you do fun. this like full time, like the fly fishing stuff, and or do you have other gigs and stuff too? Oh, I have other gigs and stuff too. Yeah, okay, I okay. my my background. Um, I was I worked for an outdoor company and marketing for a while, and uh, have kind of been a snowboard coach on and off. So I do that in the winter, and then have a bunch of kind of writing and things I do on the side in the summer to try and be able to fish as much as possible so yeah, yeah for sure what were you and what were you doing you said you 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 like to copywriting and stuff like that at the marketing at the marketing gig um yeah so i worked i worked uh, in digital marketing and it was kind of all-encompassing so yeah a lot of copywriting right a lot of social content yeah the usual Sick. yeah 
That's cool. You know, we don't. Mm-hmm. I don't meet because I copy. I'm a copywriter too. Like I don't fly fish full time. I wish I did, but it's rare you meet other fly fishing copywriters. It's cool. You know, it's like hey, yeah, how's it going? It's fun. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Usually, usually editors. And that's the closest. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's good, Mitch. You finally you're 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 meeting a, a true copywriter here, Mitch. So. Yeah, it's great. It's awesome. I, I don't know about that. I mean, I can I can talk about fishing all day long, but ask me to talk about much else, and yeah. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about now, like getting into fly fishing and this whole idea of mm-hmm. um, you know respect for the resources and stuff. Like you're seeing it kind of kind of get bigger. You know, you're seeing you're seeing people at West have like obviously appreciation for fly fishing, but. Um, do you think it's important when people get into the sport, new people to the sport, is it obvious to them that, you know, there's this level of respect or is it like, what, what is it in terms of like being new to fly fishing and, and coming in? Like, is there a, a community ready there to teach you about, you know, kind of the, the how to's when it comes to the ethics and respect of it all? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a great question because I don't, I don't know if it is so obvious. Um, yeah. And I just think back to my my beginning and how I started and I didn't know about like proper catch and release techniques or keep fish wet or anything like that. Um, and, and thanks to social media, I think that's grown significantly. But, you know, I feel like I see a lot of it. I feel like I see a lot of people putting it out there and spreading the good word and what is right and um, how to go about things a certain way. But I I don't know how many people are seeing that, you know, like how do we get kind of bogged down because we're seeing all of the same same content, right? And it's in our little yeah. niche industry. So like we think it's out there, but is but is it really getting out to kind of like the masses or the, the people that's that walk into the fly shop shop for the first time to go fishing? Like, do they kind of have that fork uh, yeah. foreground information, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, cause, cause you're right. Like, we see it because we're kind of all looking at it all the time. Yeah. People just getting into it, like, they don't necessarily, you know, know. Like, how do we fix that? Like, is there a solution to it? Are there are there ways for beginners to kind of get the crash course? Yeah. Well, it's funny. I was talking with a friend about this the other day. Like, um, you know, yeah. How do you hit that person who walks into the fly shop and is like, I'm going fishing and I'm not booking a guided trip. Like I'm just going out to the river and I'm going to fish. Like, how do you hit them with the etiquette and kind of the expectations, if you will, um, Mm -hmm. to treat the local resource appropriately? I don't know if it could be like a pamphlet or some kind of cool app or something, you know, or like, I, I wouldn't say like, you know, I don't think we can make it mandatory, but um, it is it is kind of like an interesting thing. Like when you buy a license, should you should there be like a video that you have to watch when you buy a fishing license on yeah, regulations yeah. pertinent to your area, right? Like I don't know how that would work, but um, yeah, the only other place I've seen something like that done and it, they're not exactly the same, but like in the you know ski and snowboard industry, like there are certain uh, terrain parks you know that you couldn't yeah. enter unless you like watched a video and and you know signed something saying yeah. like I understand you know these kinds of rules and yeah. you know not to make it all about rules and regulations, but I do think well, no, I mean it's important you know yeah like, especially especially nowadays like there's so many things up against the fish you know yeah. like they're they're facing so many problems but fishing in the outdoors is kind of especially fishing because like hunting i don't know what it's like down there but up here you know you've got to take a hunting course and you know boating you got to get your license dro- flying a drone they make you get your light like do all these courses <laughs> yeah but fishing it's like yeah just grab a hook and just <laughs> go do whatever you want you know like people are like oh there's no rules and i'll eat it and it's like whatever like i'll just fish wherever i want and do whatever i want but I don't know fishing like it kind of needs to evolve a bit because it's not uh, it's a pretty fragile you know thing like the, the ecosystems are very delicate and we're kind of it still has this really old mentality of like eh, do whatever you want fishing's efficient like it doesn't matter you know yeah yeah absolutely it's a great the great point like to the hunting thing exactly you have to be so knowledgeable about what you're about to go do yeah. so it's the same thing you know you're hunting yeah. for a, a different exactly. thing you're hunting for fish they're animals and it's a resource and so you're right. I think you're right. Like we need to figure out a way to, so when people get into it, they can kind of be ushered in and learn at least the basics of, 
even some of the problems that fisheries are facing, you know? Totally. Yeah. And like on not even just like that, I think is most important, but also like the kind of like etiquette piece of it around other people. Cause I'm sure you guys just like everybody has seen it this summer, right? Everybody got a map and, uh, are now at your local fishing hole or whatever. And that's great. We want more people out there, but also we want people out there who understand. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was guilty of it. I had no idea what the hell I was doing when I showed up on some rivers totally. when I was younger. Yeah. I bought a fly rod and I went to the river and was like walking through pools and I was like, what? <laughs> People were like, get out of here, you jackass. Really? Like, oh, yeah, I was like, I don't know what's going on. Like, you know, and then people yeah. told me eventually people were like, oh yeah, you can't do that, man. You got to, you know, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> but if there was a pamphlet, you know, I like that it's a pamphlet. Sure. I think that, uh, you know, why not? You know, yeah. or signs or anything, anything. Anything, you know? yeah. Because yeah. then it, even if people don't read it, you know, super intently like at least it plants that seed that there is some sort of expectation there so yeah totally it's an interesting you know yeah yeah, like what it like what is the solution now it's like it's an interesting one i think it's uh i don't know you're you know you're i think the way you're speaking about it's too super smart obviously like an app or just some sort of movement you know yeah Yeah. right purchase Um, the fishing license and get an app and yeah yeah, then go out and, and have fun yeah, the fishing license. Yeah, coming t- tandem with that. No, it's, I think you might. I think you might be onto something. Like, it sounds like something that would be happening here in Ontario. Even you know, like yeah, get a fishing license and you yeah watch a video. You know, like learn right. the basics. Something. Like why why don't yeah. we do that? That's so smart. Yeah. Anyways, we'll figure it. I mean, out, we, have, but... we have program. I mean, Mitch, you you know, correct me if I'm wrong. When we did that program at Tackle Share, did they have yeah. did they have like entry level courses when they went, or it was just like. No, not well. They yeah, you really. could, yeah. You, they definitely had like uh, yeah. info, but you had to dig and look for it. Like their biggest, it's this program in Ontario for people that want to get into fishing, and it's great because they they put like tackle boxes and fishing poles like around random places and parks and things, so people can fish, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they all their stuff's online. So yeah, there's there's a bit of that, but yeah. No, I like this. I like this license thing. You know, get a yeah. License I like the license thing, thing too. Yeah, yeah I think sense. that's really cool. It makes so much sense. It's genius. Yeah. And not to sound like a broken record, but yeah, yeah, to your to your point, I mean, like you know, they what's the difference there? They are animals, and they're part of this ecosystem. They are like you know, so we yeah. should be treated similarly. Yeah, so I I agree yeah, with both true. both of you for sure. Yeah, I digress. Now, well, no, with um, with, to kind of, and this is from this is from Aldo, and he says, "I'm sorry, my internet's being like uh, he's texting me questions now." But he was wondering, and I, I this is a good question, like. You know, speaking about the Reddington line and, and women getting, you know, uh, Reddington making more styles for women. Do you think that just in fly fishing and, and getting into fly fishing like this, is there more space being made for, for women in, in the sport of fly fishing? Which is, you know, we've always talked about as obviously predominantly been like a male thing mm. and it's everybody's trying to break it down. But like, do you do you see that happening? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think that yeah historically when we look at fly fishing and any male dominated industry you know it's it's been male dominated industries and um but i think that's i think that's changing 110 percent like i think it's just going to be a slow process right um we've got a lot of like things to yeah to work on and but i think we're getting there i i have a very optimistic outlook on it and i think that that's it's kind of already happening so what what could speed it up? Like what can be improved to kind of help the whole mm. to help it happen? I mean that's a pretty big question. I yeah. Guess. Like, no, I love Gina, it. How do I we, love it. How do we this get more women great... into fly fishing? Yeah, I feel like I'm just in like a thought group. I love it. Um, we're we're solving some problems right now. I like this too. It's a pretty good. Uh, it's a good show. Yeah, yeah, I love this. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I think just more representation in in general is kind of step number one. Like I think right. there. are I think some things we're already doing awesome are just like the amount of women's groups that are out there, um, mm. you know, companies creating like, for example, you know, Reddington just is hosting this women's rally this weekend, which is yeah. which is great. It's a, bringing a bunch of women together with some industry ladies and um, yeah, getting them out there on the water, whether it's their first time or they've, you know, done it before. So I think just having uh, more events like that and, and female representation and, um, in, uh, so you know, that's like a rally Sorry, that Reddington's yeah. doing. They're doing that this weekend. You said, yeah, it's, yeah, it's going on this weekend. It's at the Kingfisher oh. lodge in Montana. One of, oh, cool. I think, yeah, more to come. So, oh, that's cool. Yeah. 
And people like are coming from like all over the place to this to this thing. Yeah, all over. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. sick. Yeah. That's a great place to have a fly fishing rally in Montana. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. It's an awesome idea. Yeah, but I think just more women involvement, right? Like the more you mm-hmm. can work with people or work with these brands and have um, female input is great. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a good. It's a good point. You know, I think that. Um, I think we're seeing it happen too. There's tons of tons of tons of great. Uh, women anglers out there and uh, yeah. it's taking, nice to see things changing you know yeah and i'd love to just like see it see it change and that we're not so hyper focused on um maybe like some of the discrimination that people experience and more so like that yeah. we're just actively like working to kind of change change the narrative and change the space totally. yeah totally do you think people like some people are like nervous to get into fly fishing for some of these reasons? You know, like you know, why why should people take the plunge and just get into the sport? Because it's, <laughs> it's like, awesome. It, it's so fun. It is awesome. <laughs> it is the best. But um, is it like a warm? Is it a warm, friendly thing? Like I don't know how people see it, but I could I could bet some people might see it as a little, you know, kind of. Yeah, boring. I suppose so. To be honest with you, like I don't feel like I've ever personally experienced much uh, discrimination because of my yeah. gender when it comes to being in this sport. I don't know if that has to do with how I was raised or I just got lucky and um, was around kind of the right people and walked into the right fly shops. I don't know. But um, yeah, I think it is really nerve wracking for some people and, uh, and, and those things do happen out there, you know, the negative comments, but um, I I definitely think it's changing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I hope so too. I think, uh, but I, I really like this this talk of, uh, you know, getting people to kind of understand the, uh, the problems facing fly fishing because it is like there's a lot of stuff going. On. I mean, the fact that there was a drought and, you know, like, you know, what are they saying for the river? Like, is it expected to just rebound? Oh, sorry, the river the river running through town that you just helped. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. The yeah. fish, yeah, you know, like is is that is that specific river like expected to to mm-hmm. kind of make a comeback? You know, because I mean that's just one thing. Obviously, it's a problem, but. Um, there are so many things up against our fish these days, so it's nice to see, you know, positive totally. change. And everything. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it's all based on, um, you know, water, just like anywhere else, good water management and uh, good snow years. So I think the the water management aspect of it, which I'm not super knowledgeable on, but I think that's kind of um, one of the bigger beasts that we face. And then, yeah, we obviously need a super successful snow year for that, for that to rebound. So, um, yeah, there, there's a river just, uh, a couple hours away from us, um, that had a similar, a similar issue going on and it probably will be a while before it goes back to the quality that it was. I mean, it had a huge fish kill and, um, yeah, it was it was quite unfortunate and that was due to, yeah, lack of snow, a drought year, and then just, agriculture so um it, it will be a while before we see some of our rivers fully uh come back i think well here's another good question from aldo and this is a snow years question mm. um if we have less snow years as time goes on you know we're talking about like you know problems facing fly fishing and where it's kind of heading uh what is there a solve for the trout like if we get less and less snow years what's like our river's just gonna go away or what are we gonna do do and I don't know if you know the answer to this or not. That's like I love that question, although that's yeah, yeah. like the million dollar question. God, totally. I don't know. It's pretty scary to think about. We're screwed, although. Yeah, I don't know. Just, what do you guys think? <laughs> I don't know. We'll, I mean, we'll be fishing for carp. So <laughs> yeah, we're gonna fish, <laughs> right. fish for carp. He yeah. said it's so scary, and I agree. It is scary. Like you know, we're talking about we're talking about all this stuff, but yeah, what do we do if the rivers just dry up? I mean. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, he said, can the lack of snow even be managed? Who knows? Like, are they talking no. about that stuff though in, in your neck of the woods? Um, maybe, maybe there there are conversations about that. None that I've I've been involved in, but uh, yeah, I mean, there's not a whole lot you can do when it comes to like you just you just like hope for a really good snow year, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or go carp fishing, which is, hey, you know, we're yeah. all going to have to see what you're saying. Yeah. We're yeah. all going to be out there fishing for carp pretty soon. Well, hopefully not. Hopefully not. <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you in part by Gills Fly Fishing International. Gills Fly Fishing International provides the destination fly fishermen with the best personalized trip planning and booking experiences possible. 
And they run FFI Magazine, an online fly fishing magazine with articles from your favorite fly fishing writers. The magazine is filled with tips, trips, and tightline stories to get you jacked for your next adventure out on the water. Visit flyfishinginternational.com to learn more. That's flyfishinginternational.com. Okay, well, we're kind of at that time in the show where we ask the same five questions to every guest. It's called Mitchie's Fishies Five, and there's just five questions that we ask everybody. Uh, but let's let's ask you now and see what you see what you say. Uh, not, not a buzzer beat or anything. You take your time. There's just five more questions. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay, so the first one is, what is your favorite fish and why? If you had to pick a favorite fish, what would it be? Favorite fish. Like speed. Yeah, like speed. <laughs> I know. We keep talking about carp. Decide I need to do more carp fishing. Um, yeah, speed. Yeah, favorite speed fish. I, I'm i sure like everyone's like, oh, how do I choose just one? And yeah, yeah totally. To, to be honest, I don't know if I could. Like put me in any any river, any lake, pond, give me a fly rod, and I am like so happy. Um I don't, I really don't have a favorite. I, I trout fish the most for sure. And I love fishing for Browns. That's probably, yeah. probably pretty up there for me. Um, but I, anywhere. So, yeah. So Browns. Any fish. So browns. Like we'll say that. Browns. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you can also come at it like if you had to fish for one fish for the rest of your life, what would it be? Don't, don't make me do that. But yeah, <laughs> I guess it would be brown trout because they'll probably right. survive longer than any other, you yeah, know, browns they're, they're a hardy species. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's a great answer. I love Browns. Oh my god, it's sad. I'm sad that uh, you know we're. Idis and I are going to try to get out. Aldo and Yelma, we're going to try to get out and go fish the four trout's closed. But uh, nice, yes. Yeah, these guys. Well, these guys won't be able. To, but that's okay. Uh, brown trout's an amazing answer. Okay, number two is if you could fish anywhere in the world right now, assuming it's the best time to go there, hmm. like best possible time of the year to go fishing there. Where would you go, and why would you go there? Yeah, um, this one's easy because it's like my ultimate dream trip, January, and uh, Argentina for Sea Run Browns. Mm. Sea oh, back yeah. to Browns. That's like oh for sure. Yeah, it's up there. It's like the ultimate. That'd be awesome. Yeah, That'd be awesome. What like what that. what about that trip? We get. I mean, obviously, like there's so many things, but like, is there anything specific about that trip that just gets you amped? Mm. Pretty beautiful place, you know. Like talk yeah. about wild. It's like the southernmost. Yeah, southernmost yeah. tip, and it's yeah, yeah, just like massive brown trout, and um, yeah, I don't know. It's a serious everything. adventure. I, Such yeah. an adventure, you know. Totally. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, that'd be that'd be sick. That's we've heard that one before quite a few times too. Have like you? Everybody, yeah. Everybody <laughs> wants to go there. We're, we're dying Who to doesn't? go there too. Yeah. Oh my god. I know. That's the best. Um, okay, number three is what is one of your favorite or best fishing memories? Could be fly fishing. Could be regular fishing. But one mm-hmm. is what, what's one of your best memories from, from fishing over the years? Yeah, I'd have to say um, my my very first steelhead, which wasn't that long ago. Uh, yeah. That is my favorite fish to date. And that was back in, I guess that was 2019 too. It was like right before the pandemic hit, kind of the last trip I got to do um, before everything shut down. And it was like, I'm not kidding you guys, it was like the most textbook steelhead moment I think you could ever get. Um, so that that's definitely my favorite. What happened? Like, what was the what was the moment? What was the story behind that fish? Yeah, well, it was so we uh, Dave and I went up to Oregon. We flew out to Oregon yeah. and kind of got a crash course in spay casting because either of us had never done that before, and so we had obviously always wanted to do it and learn. And um, kind of went into the trip with like zero expectations. Like we know we know the deal, right? Like we're anglers, we get it, we understand the whole steelhead thing. Probably not going to yeah. catch one. Um, so we were very very well prepped. But anyway, so we go to Oregon. We have a crash course with some friends up there. They give us kind of the, hey, this is how you do it. And then we uh, we had had a car. And so we cruised up like along the coast of Washington up into the OP where we met up with um, a couple other buddies. And we were fishing this stretch of river. It was like our third day. Um, third day and last day of fishing. None of us had caught anything. And we're on this stretch of river that's, I'm not joking you, like you could hear the ocean, you know, you're like that close to it that you could just kind of like hear it going in the background. And uh, yeah, we had all, you know, swung the rung a couple times and it was getting kind of late and we all looked at each other and we were like, okay, like this is probably like our last time through the run. And um, 
that and like I don't know it was so funny like I just remember thinking okay like I've been really sucking at spay casting like nothing has ever come naturally to me and so I was like very terrible but I was like okay like make this your your best cast you know like make this one really count no joke like I said that in my mind and put it out there and like halfway through the swing felt the tug thank god it in trout set held on and yeah brought this like you know 10 pound hen super fresh um my my buddy tailed it you know dave (laughs) nailed the shot like it was just the the perfect moment yeah oh man that is an awesome that is an awesome oh my god that's crazy, man. That's getting really. Well, that. That's like a. That's like an ocean <laughs> yeah. run steel. It's about that. That's ten pounds. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? I'm like ten pounds. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, oh, it was great. That's a great that's moment. Amazing. Mm-hmm. I love it. That tug, I tell you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's so funny because I like watched a bunch of YouTube videos before we went on like how to basically not fuck it up, like how to make yeah. sure that they set and. Um, it was like, yeah, like feel like the tug and like hold, you know, yeah. like don't, you know, do what you would when you're fishing for trout. And I think those YouTube videos must have clicked because, yeah, I just like sat there and was like, OK, this is it. And they like, you know, it jumped and yeah, oh, it was great. That's wicked. That's wicked. Yeah. Well, I'm nice. really excited to go out. Yeah, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> Got to go steelhead now, West. Oh, my God. I love it. Um, okay, number four of Mitch's Fishes Five is why do you fly fish? What do you get out of fly fishing? Why do you fly fish? Yeah, it's oh. a great question. Um, you know, I think like I think in the beginning for me it was uh, just like a feeling of confidence. Like I was a pretty like insecure individual in my early twenties, and like fishing was kind of fly fishing was like the first thing that I felt like I could be really successful at, like all on my own. Um, even if, you know, you're not catching much, like you're still going out and doing the thing and tying on the fly. And sometimes it's a fly you tied. And so it just gave me kind of like this, I don't know, like feeling of confidence. And I think that's what I think looking back on it now. Um, and then, you know, why I continue to do it. It's just a part of my life. It's my lifestyle. It's, it's how I identify, like, I can't imagine not doing it. So that's a great answer. I don't yeah. think we've ever heard an know. answer like that. That's that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. The, the yeah. confidence in that. Yeah. I feel you. That's cool. Fly fishing really does become part of like your your identity. You know. Yeah. Like, right. Really into it. Oh yeah. Like it's just a, it's the same as like being a skateboarder or a snowboarder. Like it's just mm-hmm. a part of who you are, and um, there's so many similarities there where it's yeah it's part mm-hmm. of your life and yeah. Yeah, I dig it. It's cool. Um, okay, number five of Mitchie's Fishes Five. The last one is, if you were a fly pattern, what mm. would you be? What fly pattern represents you best? And this why? might be, like, one of my favorite questions you guys ask. <laughs> I think yeah. this one's yeah. so good. Whoever thought of this one, like, I love it. <laughs> yeah, it's a, good, uh, it's, a fun, it's a fun one. Have you considered writing a book? Oh, oh my God, one. have we ever? Have we ever? We're going we're gonna to make a book with all the answers from this question we're yeah. gonna we're gonna we're gonna put them all together it's gonna be cool. i love that and you yeah. know what you know what else i was thinking would be cool about like super nerdy yeah what's it's that? like you could take the data and then like design like a what fly are you based on your personality type kind oh of, yeah kind totally of book. Oh, shit. super that's nerdy, cool like but... a like a quiz yeah like mm-hmm. a quiz yeah oh, a buzzfeed quiz could be good you're, you're in good company yeah. here yeah, yeah. That. yeah. <laughs> that's, that's awesome, awesome. Cool. Um, yeah, I guess, you know, I've had some time to think about it because, like I said, I listen to the show and I yeah. love all the answers. But uh, <laughs> I think I would be I, I have to, like the only thing I could think of would be a hopper because I'm like the least graceful person I know. And you like fish hoppers the same way. They <laughs> act the same way. They're kind of like, yeah. yeah, carefree. And yeah, just you can fish them really like clumsily and it doesn't matter. So I would, I would have to say a hopper. Yeah. Oh, I love that hopper. That's an awesome answer. That's mm-hmm. great. Actually, I don't know if we've ever heard a hopper either before. That's 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 super mm. cool. Also, Aldo just said bug feed versus buzz feed, a bug feed quiz. Oh, uh, Aldo, now nice. you're thinking. I like that. You're talking. Look at him over there. He's, nice. He's bowing. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. A hopper. That's a great mm-hmm. answer. Yeah, that's great. Um, 
Jean, thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been super fun. Thanks for having me. I hope we can like meet in person one day and drink some beers and rope some fish. Absolutely. Absolutely. That would be super, super fun. We should definitely hit the water together as soon as we can get out of as soon as we get out of Canada, we'll find our way down there. Or you can come up here and we'll... I'm yeah. in. Yeah. Go fish for bass or something. Go fish for carp. We'll go fish. We'll go carp fish. We'll go fish for yeah. carp. We'll go to Collingwood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay, let's do it. I'm in. Yeah. Perfect. Cool. Um, is there anything you want to like plug or anything you want to talk about right now before we uh, part ways? No. Thanks for having me. It was super fun. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Okay, cool. It was great yeah. meeting. Our pleasure. Definitely. Yeah. Very much so. Thank you so much, Ian. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Ah, Jean is super cool. Definitely uh, want to meet up and fish with her in person. That was uh, that was super fun to chat. Yeah. Oh, she's great. Great. Lots of good information. Yeah. I love the um, the conversation about um, the fact that how we should be treating you know fishing the same way as we we do hunting. Yeah, yeah it's great. Yeah, for sure. And you know, I mean, I, you know, it was it was super fun to chat. But uh, God, I can't wait to do another live podcast. Like it's so much better. You know, and you can be in person and there's no internet lag and everything else and i, and I miss you guys you guys are up in tomogamy right now how's it going it's good you too, baby. i miss you too we, were t- we talk about you like once a day we mention your name to be perfectly honest i hate I, him i, I never want to see him <laughs> again see him again he smells so bad he's getting he married bad. i can't believe it i thought i was the one to get married to him now he's married to this girl steph it's a lot of things <laughs> a lot <laughs> to unpack there I, Yuma. Um, <laughs> a lot to unpack there it's <laughs> yeah, a lot to unpack <laughs> I think I know. I've been talking about you guys too. Uh, you know, you guys are up in uh, Tamagami. Uh, you guys have done holy shnikes. That's a knife. Although, just took out a knife. Uh, you guys are. You did one trip. So you guys are in Tamagami right now for three weeks, doing back to back brook chart trips. Yep. With Tamagami Alpha Co. Correct. True or false. True. True. And you did the first one. True. Last week. True. And how did it go? It was ama- It looked amazing. Break it down for me. How was it? Uh, um, it was. It was. It, oh, <laughs> you go, it was. You all, go. It was. Yelma, let Aldo go. He's got lag. <laughs> Yelma doesn't understand lag. Internet <laughs> <laughs> lag. <laughs> um, he doesn't. It's always like that, right? It's so funny. I love it, that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It was. It was. I, what can I say? It was really good. Like it was three of the same people that did it last year with us. Um, and then we added on, um, yeah. you know, a good friend of ours, all of ours, becoming a very good friend of all of ours, Nick Kennedy, who owns Civil Liberties Bar in Toronto, mm-hmm. uh, new fly, new fly angler, mm-hmm. and he's awesome. Um, mm-hmm. And it was great. I mean, uh, you know, we didn't. It was wet, but it wasn't like the same as last year in terms of like dealing with the um, cold fronts that we dealt with last year. Right. And so the fishing was spectacular. It really was. And um, oh, and the group got right along on. really well, and yeah, it was rain. Like we we got rain pretty much every day, and but it was super fun. We caught a lot of fish, caught a lot of bigger fish, um, f- you know, spent more time downriver than uh, than the previous year, which is what we wanted to do. And man, I fuck fuck man, I had fun. Yuma, Yuma's <laughs> <He was> frozen. <laughs> I got. I swear to God, this 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 internet thing that we got going on, the three of us right now is look at him tearing us apart baby look at him frozen there he, he's <laughs> he's like biting his bottom lip. oh and now he's, and now he's just gone he probably um, turned off his phone. although question for you question for you probably yeah you're probably right um so we i was in tomogamy with you the weekend before you guys went on the trip and we drank a lot and we had a lot of fun we didn't sleep very much Nope. And then you got in a car. I, I got in a car, went home, went to bed. You got in a van and went guiding. How did you live that day, man? How did uh, you not die? <laughs> honestly, man, I, I kind so of tired. First of all, day. can we talk about how much fun that weekend was having you up here and Mitch Bart, everybody at home. Oh Mitch bartended. And, and he wrote the menu. And I got to say, it was a great <laughs> tropical menu. A lot of really great tropical drinks, classics, yep. you know, Blue Hawaii's and stuff. Yeah. But it was fun. We had a blast. Yeah. You know, a lot of people came through, and and um, it was fun. But, man, yeah, that morning was rough. <laughs> Woo! That morning was oh, rough. Oh, yeah, man. Like I was just pat- – was, Oh, I yeah. Was, no, it was like- – We were just loading the canoes. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you looked very tired, and I was like I – was, I was tired, and you had been doing way more than me because, like – yeah, you say I bartended. Like I made a couple drinks and then panicked and like ran away and drank a bunch of rum. 
but like you were like working and you were doing all kinds of stuff and doing all kinds of things. And, and then on top of that, partying with me and not sleeping. And I was just like, yay, like all the, like, let's go eat ribs. And you're just like, I got to work. And then, and then you went and did that battling trip. And I was like, I saw you leaving. I'm like, I don't know how you're like standing right now. I was so tired. I was like, well, there he goes. So yeah, I was curious <laughs> on my drive home. I was like, I wonder what the paddle in right now is like, if all those like just dead or, so I'm glad it went well. I'm glad it went well. Yeah, no, it went really well. I, um, I've come to actually really enjoy paddling. Um, there was a time in my life where I could tell you I really hated canoe paddling, and actually, I, I could say I actually really like it now. Um, I'm also obviously yeah. better at it, but it, uh, but I, I like the, um, I like everything about it. I like how it's quiet. I like, I like, I like a lot about that. Yeah, no, I bet, and and. The fishing looked amazing this year too. I saw Nick got a beautiful, beautiful fish. So um, that's great. I'm really happy that it worked out. I'm sad I couldn't be there, but uh, it looked it looked fun. And I bet you guys are gonna have a blast this week too. You know, get some sleep tonight. Well, a I lot mean, to do back to back trips. You know, if we're talking about representation, you know, just to go back to that conversation with uh, yeah. Jean, um, this is an yeah. all women's group, and it's a group of racialized women. Um, Demisha, who runs Brown Girl Outdoor World here in Ontario. Um, it's all, all about getting uh, racialized women into wild spaces, whether it be stand-up paddleboarding, climbing, camping, fishing. Um, you know, uh, she's done incredible work to build that community up, and we're lucky enough to host six women into um, honor the Lady Evelyn, and uh, I think that's really special. So, yeah, so we're yeah, absolutely. Stoked. Plus, Demisha's just fun. Like we fished together before, and and so I'm stoked to get yeah. to spend some time getting to know her and her guests and stuff and yeah you know karen um yeah. eric's partner up here is you know her mandate is to get more women in the woods and and so i know she's very mm-hmm. very happy about this trip happening we all are so we're just waiting we're here waiting it's a, it's epic yeah yeah it's a big deal this trip it's an epic big deal and also the group seems like they're super fun and mm-hmm. and it's just going to be a, a, a super fun time too so well you know and i hope that the fishing is just outstanding but i think either way it's going to be a it's gonna be great. Well, one of our guests introduced our show, Shelly. Yeah, Shelly, that's right. Yeah, Shelly, yeah, yeah. She's got yeah. a yeah. So she's yeah. She's gonna be. Uh, she's actually recording. We're gonna record an ad with Shelly for for this. I, I don't have the ad yet, but we're gonna get it soon, and we're gonna uh, we're gonna put it on the show. But she's going on the trip, and maybe why Shelley. don't I record it on the river? Oh, that's a great idea. I love that. Sick man. We'll put it on the September thirtieth episode. So yeah, because we're going to do a whole podcast about the Lady Evelyn trip. So, yeah, why don't we save all the stories for when you guys are back and rested and you've taken a shower. And we'll, oh, we'll shower. get together. We should get together in my backyard. <laughs> Come on now, baby. You got to take a shower. Oh, my yeah, God. Well, put that yeah, shirt just, down. Put Jesus your shirt on. Christ, you guys are out of control. <laughs> Yo, when you guys tomorrow, get back from your trips, when you guys get back from your trips, we should do the podcast out back. Remember like we did that one time and we'll talk about the Lady Evelyn. Oh, I'd love that. I loved that episode last year when we did it out back. Let me find. Yeah, a lot of fun. fun. In the outback. In the outback. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, good good stuff, fellas. And uh, I know you guys probably want to go eat some... Eat some... uh, Ribs? No, I'm okay. Relax. Uh, Well, we're not relaxing tonight. You almost already had 16 meals today. <laughs> uh, you gotta have a Cuban for uh, me. I thought Cuban, man. I tell you, Sam, Sam, the, the chef up there at Tamagami, uh, at the tripper, at, at the outfitter, uh, she's Louise. He makes a heck of a Cuban. Oh, I had a couple of those that weekend. That was a that was a highlight of my weekend. The Cubes, the Cubans, and yeah, also the Cubans the are great. And the tons of rum and and Billy. Shout out to Billy and everybody else there too. Haley, everybody, Jenna, Andy. Come on now, everybody. <laughs> Andy Hirsch is. Yep, Andy is guiding uh, our trip with the with the with Brown Girl Outdoor World. No way, he's going out. He's gonna. That's so fun. Cool. That's gonna be so fun. And Josh was great. Josh was a great guy. Amazing, amazing guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, really yeah, gentle he seemed, soul. He seemed like a yeah. super smart, nice guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You should see the the photo. Wonderful. I, I... Wonderful. 
Oh, man, their internet, everybody at home listening. I mean, it'll probably be all lined up and fixed for you at home listening because I'm going to do some editing. But for me, you know, I can't even see them at this point. <laughs> They're just gone. Yo, uh, are you there? Yeah. I, I was just going to say, <laughs> um, Josh, yeah. I took a wonderful photo of him. It looks like a painting. I can't wait to retouch it and send it send it to him. That's right all. On. That's That's exciting. I'm excited for that. I should put it as my LinkedIn photo, just a picture of Josh in the woods. Like, wow, people meet me, they're like, that's, you look nothing like your photo. What do you think of that, Yoma? Yeah. Yo, yo, Yoma, yeah. I'm yeah, afraid to talk because I don't know what's happening. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, well, I'm going to let you guys go because, uh, yeah, like I said, I'm just looking at a black computer screen right now, and I can just hear Yoma <laughs> laughing occasionally but um <laughs> you guys have a you guys have a good trip up there to Mogami and uh thank you everybody at home for listening to the show thank you so much gene for coming on the show uh that's it for me mitch let's see if we could do this aldo bye everybody yilma have a good time everyone <laughs> bye all right thanks everybody for listening <laughs> take care you can find all of our content at SoFly.ca. Reach out via email by sending your questions or comments to info at SoFly.ca. Find us on Instagram at the SoFly Crew. Thanks for listening.